0: What do you believe and how do you come to believe the things that you believe? Somebody asks you a question like, oh, I don't know. What do you think about vaccines? Very broad, very simple question can be taken in a million different ways, but you will likely take it in a very specific way. You'll answer in your own language and highly informed by your culture. Your beliefs are highly crafted by the culture around you. So what is your culture? Evolutionarily, It was the tribe around you. It was the face-to-face conversations of the people in close proximity to you. Nowadays, it's not. People in the same household believe vastly different things. Why? Because our beliefs are now highly informed by our social media feeds and our search engine history. That's our culture. That is who or what is really gearing us towards what we will accept as true and trustworthy or not true and not trustworthy. So today I'm gonna take you through how our devices and whatever influences come through our devices are massively influencing what it is that we believe and they're framing the conversation in such a way that it seems like a simple question like, what do you think about vaccines, can only be answered as, are you gonna take the jab or are you not gonna take the jab? It's very interesting. And if you're trying to see the trap, just look all around you, look in your hand. You're probably holding it right now or looking at it. Well, you definitely are. You're listening to my voice. So if you want out of that trap, smash that like button, comment below, subscribe to the channel, share it out far and wide, and take this dose of infinity. Welcome back to Waking Infinity News, I'm your host Ben Joseph Stewart. In my weekly hunt for things to talk about on the news that aren't just the fluff that you'll get everywhere else, filtered through eyes and facial expressions that are giving you and framing the conversation in a way that is going to influence you, even if you're not aware that you're being influenced, because facial expressions and tone of voice can also do that. I began wondering, what is it that we trust? How do we come upon what we trust? Is it external things? Is it internal things? Well, let me just take you through a little history lesson. For hundreds of thousands of years, in evolutionary biological settings, we in tribal hunter-gatherer settings would scan nature, this biological wonder, for our general threat level, safety level. If we would see something or hear something, little tiny vibrations would catch us in a certain way to be like, wait a minute, What is that? What am I hearing? What am I sensing? Am I safe? And we still do this today. The architecture, the infrastructure inside of us is still there, making us want to always assess our surroundings to see if we're safe. So, in the blink of an eye, Evolutionarily speaking, we all have these devices in our hands now, and the vast majority of us do not even see nature. We see more trees on our phones than we do actually out in nature. That's the majority of us. So evolutionarily, we're still looking for what is our general threat or safety level. In Maslow's hierarchy of needs we need that before that feeling of safety before we can get to a point where we can become creative communal conversational getting on with our lives but how are we assessing our threat level it's not through evolutionary biology anymore it's through a human concocted drip feed of information shoveled through your device to your eyes every single day telling you there's something wrong there's bad guys out there, there's ill intent, there's a virus, there's all these things that you need to be afraid of. And every single day, the same architecture in our mind is now feeling like there is a looming threat over us. That has a very predictable thing that comes out of that safety in the herd. What are other people doing to stay safe? How do you know what other people are doing? Through the very same devices that told you there's a threat. How do we come to know what most people are thinking? The AI algorithms that funnel certain kinds of information to you and different kinds of information to other people. And we don't think it's a trap. Most of us, we just take this as normal. Well, take a look at this. CBSN admits that two thirds of tweeted links to popular websites are posted by bots, not humans. Did you know that most sports websites are completely AI-driven nowadays. There's no humans that are writing those statistics. More than 8 in 10 Americans get their news from digital devices, and more than half get their news from mobile news, social media, search engines, and podcasts. Now, here's a clip from a film that I haven't released yet. It's Esoteric Agenda 2.2. I put out number two last year. But this one was going to focus a lot more on how AI and technology causes for us to believe different things about reality, about our history, about what's happening right now in the news, about biology, about the shape of the earth, about who and what a human being is and where we're all headed. All of these beliefs that cause us to feel safe or not safe are concocted by not even humans anymore but AI algorithms. Check this out. Uh, Companies that could be described as propaganda as a service, which I could say some of that is very relatable to what I saw at Cambridge Analytica, but some of it is, is worse. Um, they have disinformation and fake news as a service. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have know, that as a service. Yeah. Deep disinformation th- and fake news. Yeah, disinformation and fake news. Um, a lot of these companies now have offer bot farms and making mass amounts of fake accounts and uh, troll factories. If Brittany is correct and disinformation is an actual service provided by multi-trillion-dollar companies, then they definitely have a media branch. That means they must produce a lot of media. Will they advertise that media as disinformation? Nope. Could any of that media be some of the viral videos going around social media platforms right now? Artificial intelligence. Just influence the direction of society. Influence elections. Hones the message, Hones the message check. Looks at the feed. Looks at the feedback, makes this message slightly better w- within milliseconds. It could, it can. Sh- um, adapt this message and, and shift and react to news. And, and there's so many uh, social media accounts out there that. Are n- not people like? can. how do you, how do you know it's a person? Not a person.
1: We found that false news diffused further, faster, deeper and more broadly than the truth in every category of information that we studied, sometimes by an order of magnitude. And in fact, false political news was the most viral. False news exhibited significantly more surprise and disgust in the replies to false tweets. And true news exhibited significantly more anticipation, joy and trust we, humans, are responsible for that spread. And two specific technologies are going to make it worse. We are going to see the rise of a tremendous wave of synthetic media, fake video, fake audio, that is very convincing to the human eye. So he sat down next to me, he's like, I...
0: Uh I love your work."
1: (laughs) And I went, oh, thanks, Uh, I love your work, too, Tom Cruise. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) It is the job of the generator to maximize the likelihood that it will fool the discriminator into thinking the synthetic video and audio that it is creating is actually true. Imagine a machine in a hyperloop trying to get better and better at fooling us. This, combined with a second technology, which is essentially the democratization of artificial intelligence to the people, the ability for anyone without any background in artificial intelligence or machine learning to deploy these kinds of algorithms to generate synthetic media, it's about to get a whole lot worse.
0: And look at that quote by William Casey we will know our disinformation campaign is complete when everything the American people believe is false. So me personally, I don't mind what part of the debate you fall on. I don't mind what choice you make. If you want to get the vaccine because you have informed yourself, you've talked to your healthcare professionals and then you've sat in meditation to consult with yourself. I mean, that's an important thing to do as well not just blindly trusting the external world going within and actually taking time and considering both options, not just taking a look at how scared you are and seeing how soon you want to make the decision or how quickly you'll just refuse a decision, but actually sitting and weighing both options for a while. Because the main thing that we're being told from our devices is trust the science. Now, what is science? They say science is some external thing, it's the data. So you have to trust those data aggregators that are not you, 99.9% of the time, it's not you. It's people with far more money in a tax bracket and you won't even ever know their names. They're in their own little country clubs and it's pretty much impossible to get in. So they now own this banner, this mob, this country club that you'll never be in owns the banner of science. The science is in, are you anti-science? Because if you are, then you're that miscreant. You are that anti-establishment. You are the anarchist that's trying to bring down all establishments. We have all these ways of making you feel dumb for not trusting us, the people who own science. But what is science really? Science is an aspect of consciousness we are all scientists in a mostly immature state, but that's not an insult. That's not to say that science institutions are wrong either or right. It's saying they have vested interests, this is well known, and you'll know that it's an agenda of compliance rather than an action of protecting the people when you're made out to feel crazy, stupid, and a dangerous outcast or conspiracy theorist if your inner scientists has nagging concerns about something like, oh, I don't know, an Operation Warp Speed vaccine. Undoubtedly, I'll be called an anti-vaxxer because I simply tell you that you should trust your intuition and personal research at least a little bit. I think you should talk to your doctor. I think you should also do online research. I think you should sit in meditation and really weigh the risks. Now, the Biden administration is saying that there's a pandemic worse than the actual pandemic. And that is the pandemic of the people who aren't getting the vaccines against the pandemic that's less dangerous than the pandemic of people who aren't getting the vaccines. Wait, doesn't make much sense. The real pandemic are the people who aren't getting vaccines to keep themselves safe against a less dangerous pandemic? Circular logic, double speak, agenda. Because this is all under not even something that can be classified as a traditional vaccine. It's an mRNA, a genetic material injection. Let's not forget that it was the Trump administration as well that pushed for Operation Warp Speed and got it pushed through. This isn't about left-right politics at all. If you're still in that game, you need to rise above it. When the whole political world only tells you that you should obey the external science, obey the data, ignore your intuition, how dare you question the validity of our Operation Warp Speed Injection that has never been tested out against a virus that is still yet to be isolated and has a 0.28% crude mortality rate, or 279 deaths per 100,000 population, or one death Every 358 people, 30% of these deaths come directly from obesity, which is already a higher mortality rate and was even proven back in 2017 to shed the seasonal flu for longer periods of time. Let's not forget that all these numbers that we're seeing regarding COVID are based on tests that much of the time are even being recalled to this day because they're giving false results. So why do I suggest that you talk to your healthcare professional, do your own research, sit in silent meditation, consider some other things like, I don't know, breath work, stress reduction, moving your body a little bit more, getting into that, uh, I don't know, immune system theory, the theory that we ourselves have an immune system and we can do something about it. Most news never says a thing about what you can do other than masks, stay at home, and uh, social distance, injections, all these kinds of things. None of them mention any of the core things that can help you stay far healthier than any of these minute but very, very costly precautions. Mind you, all of this is at the same time, that if you actually do your own research, you'll realize that the numbers don't actually look that scary. You yourself, if you are a healthy adult, largely will not be affected at all by this. And if you are affected, if you're in that small percentage group, you will be fine. Statistically speaking, if you look at the numbers. So where is the fear actually coming from? The fear is coming from people who don't wish to actually look for truth. They want to look for safety in numbers. It's group think it's herd mentality so when you actually look at the numbers you probably wouldn't if you sat in meditation and thought about it need to take drastic measures to protect yourself against this super super scary thing that most of you will not come into contact with and if you do most of you are absolutely going to be fine unless you have pre-existing conditions you got to think about this logic here that's why i'm saying trust yourself not because I'm trying to push you into doing something that your intuition is telling you you probably shouldn't, but you do it anyway because you're forced to. It's because I care and because critical thinking is always more important than just blindly trusting the science of today. Because, mind you, science, the history of it, is the history of most people being wrong about most things most of the time. Science is always overturned, especially things like, I don't know, Operation Warp Speed. Why aren't you doing your critical thinking? Please, take a moment, ask yourself, are you making your decisions based upon the current state of the world because you're afraid simply because everybody else is afraid? Are you just getting your subconscious, amygdala tantalizing fears from how everybody else is reacting? Or, Have you actually sat in meditation have you actually done your own research had face-to-face conversations with healthcare professionals and really asked challenging questions don't be afraid of confronting people think about that i don't mind if you get the jab i actually think you should make that decision yourself i'm not going to tell you you should outsource your critical thinking anywhere else this waking infinity news is all about trust and first before you trust anything external you need to know that you even know what it is you're looking at let alone being able to decipher the massive amounts of information to be able to arrive at a logical and slightly intuitive decision that suits you not just one size fits all for the rest of the world i hope this makes a little bit of sense to you and i'm going to get deeper far deeper into this very topic over at ben joseph stewart Dot com become a member where you can get all the deeper dives where i'm talking about stuff that i can't put on youtube get involved in the discord chat that's where a lot of people are taking these conversations bringing more research to them asking valid questions and getting it out to the masses i hope you guys can take this message to heart namas fucking stay and i'll catch y'all later on waking infinity news As an afterthought, I wanted to give you guys just a little bit of an insight as to why I make Waking Infinity stories. Last week, I put out something about 15 states, a specific plant that hasn't been created yet. And I started talking about dates and specifics and people were asking me, how do you, where did you learn that from? And my reply to most of them was, how does a fiction writer learn the things they start writing about? It comes from a different faculty. Remember, when I'm talking specifics, when I'm talking anything, it's allegorical. It's not extremely timely specific. It's timeless and general enough to fit every category. That's the purpose of stories. There's a reason why I'm saying the exact things that I'm saying, but you're not to take any of it as literal. And the reason why i do waking infinity news waking infinity stories make films go out and do public talks do podcasts all the time the core of the message is there's a deep wound inside humanity that we're looking to address and you can only rightly address it from within from an esoteric space you can't have others outside of you telling you how to know what you know it's super important that's why as an anchor i keep it loose I'm fine with my biases and when I'm telling fiction, I'll tell you, it's waking infinity stories. When it's news, it's my biases filtered through news that I see mixed with the solution that I always, always know is relevant. The use of our voice coming together, acknowledging that the cultural wound is also inside us and the only way to do our real inner work is to heal ourselves and realize why this is what we get. This is our gift. Love it. Peace.